What it do? Welcome to another new episode of Tech File. If you're watching on the YouTube video, you can already see. It's just me and my brother-in-law in here today. We got a little space. We on the couch this week. I'm just my legs a little bit. I'm a, See here I'm we go. See here we go. Tim, we good. We Tim good. got space, and he. I got space. I'm trying to maintain. Out. But we got a lot to talk about, so let's get right on into it. Episode 322 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, <laughs> the number three. Camille already made me mad. What did I do? A.K.A. Ass Catch Me, <laughs> A.K.A. Mr. Give It To Me. <sighs> what did I do? All you challenged right. me to a game of whose, uh, game that needs a name, so. Okay, we'll get to that. my competitive flair, I am upset with you now. First the game off, is over. <laughs> Eric is not here this week. He's under the weather, so shout out to the E and Tech File. I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, holding it down for all the women who love sports. Kay Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. He ain't here this week either. As I mentioned, mm-hmm. it's just me and my brother in law here this week. So we're going to hold it down for the Tech File crew, covering NFL, NBA, and some pro wrestling as well. Now, before we get into the game that needs a name that apparently upset Tim, mm-hmm. something that we do every week. Uh, I get mad at y'all every week. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> hey, I'm Bruce I'm Bruce Banner in this mug. I am Bruce Banner. I, I hold my, you know, I hold my anger in. I try to make sure I keep it professional. But I'm mad at y'all every time we play this game. Okay, I so win. I guess before we get into this game, let me first get into some housekeeping here for the crew. <laughs> if you have not already, please subscribe to the podcast on our YouTube for page. Sure. Like, comment, all of that good stuff helps with mm-hmm. the algorithms, helps us get found on YouTube. It's very important to us. Shout out to everybody this year. We're closing the year up, and next week when we have our official last episode of the season, I'll dive into the numbers a little bit, but we doubled our YouTube following this past bam, bam, bam. year so shout out to everybody who's been joining on the youtube <laughs> we're gonna try to double it again at the very least for next year but the youtube support is very very important mm-hmm. but as well if you listen to the audio platform wherever that might be make sure that you rate us five stars drop a review share the show no matter what platform you listen to share the show yeah. it helps us get found you know we talked about it last last week what that word of mouth do we need ah. to know we really need to know <laughs> Like sharing is scarce. The season of uh, season of giving. Yeah. Give them the gift of tech file. You know, Absolutely. you know, treat yourselves and your family members. You can treat them with the audio version, the video version. You can treat them with some tech file merch if you want to, because we got that as well. So, you know, support the pie however you can. <laughs> Goes a long way for us. Oh, sorry, I had a. Uh, I was treat them to a give it to me experience. Oh, really? <laughs> a give it to me experience. That sounds like something. That's all I was like. But, nonetheless, sure. <laughs> Eric uh, had a comment here. He said, I was going to ask why you sitting so far away from each other, but I guess Tim just explained it. Yeah, I'm just testing out my wingspan, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we cool, fam. <laughs> <laughs> we cool. Game that needs a name this week. We are going to do Marvel movies. 
And if you're unfamiliar with the game that needs a name, it is a rapid fire memory based game where we choose a topic. As you just heard this week, it is Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. We go back and forth. We get about five seconds to answer. You can't repeat an answer. So, for example, I might say Thor and then he might say Thor, too. And we're going to keep going until there's one person remaining and that last person standing wins the game. For sure. All right. It was your idea to do Marvel movies. Sure. So you can start us off. Oh, let's go with Iron Man. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 3. Let's run through them. Yep. <laughs> Captain America. Captain America Winter Soldier. Captain America Civil War. <laughs> Avengers? Thor 1. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Thor 2. <laughs> Let's do this. The Marvels. Oh, damn. Captain Marvel. The Eternals. Yeah, there. Oh no! Feels like out. a victory to me, boss Shanchi. <laughs> I'll be blanking out, dog. I was. Ra- I knew doing the number thing for a while was gonna get you in a good rhythm. So now I was like, let me swerve real quick to the right. But that's what I wanted to do. I was like, let me hit the ones that ain't got numbers on them. Let me swerve. She's sucking me into the game. Yeah, when I hit the Marvels. I did not expect Miss Marvel to come, so I was like, ah, let me let me swerve again. Mm. Swerve right on into victory over here, y'all. Mm, mm, mm. Dwayne was right. Yeah. He said I was going to smoke you in this game. Yeah, I ain't get smoked. You know what? And I did. <laughs> the anger has returned. <laughs> but now let's get into the, the topics of the week. NFL, NBA, and wrestling. Best show. For the NFL segment this week, again, it's just us two. So what we generally do on a week-to-week basis here at Tech File is all four of us choose a topic in each category. And we have a discussion around it. Since it's just me and Tim, it's going to be a little bit abbreviated. Might not be as long of a show as you've become accustomed to, but it should be entertaining nonetheless. Tim, what you want to talk about from the NFL We're going to teach y'all something, too. Teach you a thing or two. This playoff oh, scenario boy. right now, the NFL, all right? Let me, so, pull, let me pull up the, the standings. Yeah, because it's a little wild right now. So we'll, we'll, we'll go the easy route first. That's the AFC. Oh, shit. No. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it's the AFC. So first, we got... Baltimore is the only team that's clinched in the AFC at the moment. Right. In the AFC, yep. Yep. And then we have the Dolphins in the two spot, Chiefs in the three spot, Jaguars in the four spot, Browns in the five spot, Bengals in the six, and Colts in seven. Mm-hmm. Behind them, there's really only two teams that's given issue, and that's the Texans in the eight spot and the Bills in the nine spot. They're both eight and six. So the AFC is more... You got two teams that's kind of on the cusp, and honestly, if you had to put your money on this is the this is gonna be the easy one. You had to put your money on seven. Who you got? Well, we know Baltimore clinched. They gonna be the one C for sure. Yeah, right. All right. Miami is interesting. I was looking at this. Miami hasn't beat anybody with a winning record yet this year. Huh? <laughs> really? And now okay. the last three weeks is going to be against the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. Now, I'm not saying that to say I think that the Dolphins are about to get knocked off the playoffs. But what right. I am saying is the next three weeks are going to be really interesting to watch for Miami against these three teams in particular here. Who they have in front of them. Kansas City, yeah, they in there. Jacksonville, that's that's an interesting one. I think they got it. Right there. Just because, I mean, the AFC South, Jacksonville, Indian, or the, the Colts, and the Texans are all 8-6. and six. Like, that division is still, you can toss that one up a couple different ways. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know about that one. Like, 
the Jags, it makes sense. I feel like they set. I feel like they'll be all right. I feel like they'll close it out. I mean, the Jags have the Buccaneers, the Panthers, and the Titans. So yeah, it's not they'll be all right. It's not tough sledding. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Colts have the Falcons, the Raiders, and the Texans. Texans, Colts, end of the year. Of course, that's going to be something because that's mm-hmm. divisional. That's going to decide probably the seventh spot. And then the Texans, they got the Browns, the Titans, and then as I mentioned, the Colts. Okay. It should it should be Jacksonville. That's what yeah. I, it should be Jacksonville winning that division. Right. But if CJ Stroud comes back off this concussion this week, because I know right now he's still kind of questionable if he's going to play this week as we record this, because he gonna, they don't need him against the Browns. Yeah. The Browns ain't been no joke. Especially that defense. It's mainly been that defense. But yeah. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco is out here Joe getting dubs. Bro, yes. like helping tight ends get career high. That's what Joe did. <laughs> Joe Flack. I'm like, damn. Hey, it was a good call. It was a good call <laughs> by the GM. People questioning it. People was like, ah, there's other guys out there that's younger, that's better. Joe Flack on them came in and throwing these ducks <laughs> to W's. <laughs> ducks to W's is wild. Like, hey. Do you, bro? Congratulations. And the Browns, again, and because the Browns have such a great defense, he don't have to do nothing more than just don't lose us the game. And Joe Flacco's good for that. He can manage He can manage with the best of them. Mm. Hey, <laughs> I just saw the comments. I gotta, I'm going to have an old woman moment right here. I'm so far away now from the TV screen. I'm like, dog. These words for these comments look real small, fam. <laughs> you ain't got your glasses. I got my contacts and I'm sitting here like, nah. Oh, no. Oh, what what are they saying? I can't even tell. You want me to be on comment? I can be on comment duty. Though. I don't know. Dang. I got a backup plan. Uh, I got a backup plan. I got a backup plan. But... Uh, I just saw that slide was saying that the sequels had names when we was doing the Marvel movies, and that made me laugh out loud. Like y'all, y'all kind of cheating the system here. You can't just Thor one, Thor two, Thor. I mean, three. just you know. Wait, but anyway, a little bit. AFC pitch. So you think the AFC picture is gonna stay as it is? Um, I don't think the Bills is gonna hop in there. Honestly, I don't. I don't trust them. <laughs> so I don't think the Bills are gonna miss the playoffs. Yes, I don't. I don't. I don't think I had them in my play my playoff predictions in the, uh, at the beginning of the season. I don't think I had the Bills there. We gonna have to double check that because I think I had the Jets and the Dolphins. I, I don't think I had the Bills. Uh, we all missed on the Jets there. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, we couldn't. Ex- I mean, we didn't expect things to go. Mister Liar, I'm so sick of him and his shit. Since we here. Pump faking everybody. Someone's like, I'm, a, I'm probably going to play at the end of the year. I'm probably going to play at the end of the year. It's got two weeks left. Man, we in the playoff hunt. I'm there. To now, it's, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Uh, if it was there, if it's a playoff game, yeah, yeah, I'll play. But right now, no, no, no. I don't see anything happening. Nothing, Not this year. We got to limit. Uh, we knew this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we knew this. But I guess New York needed a little bit more light <laughs> before it was dim for the season. Hey, it was one of those things that you're saying it's a chance. Ain't no again. If he just came out on this damn field, I'd have threw up a conspiracy hoodie so goddamn fast. It'd have been it'd have been the biggest damn hoodie you ever seen in your life. No one would have believed that that man was actually healed. No, he not. He not. No matter what the I'm hell sorry, he tried I to tell people, wrong. people wouldn't believe that he really tore his Achilles. Although we yes. all saw it ripple down his his. He had path. a rubber band back there. See, they flipped the switch. Here, That's it. All right, fam. We gonna just move <laughs> on because I ain't got time for the conspiracies here. Okay, so AFC playoff pitch, you say you think it's going to stay as is? 
know. I don't believe in Pittsburgh. If CJ Stroud could come back healthy, Texans. Maybe. I got the Texans over the Colts. But I do not have faith in the Bills, though. I ain't got faith in in Pittsburgh. So they in. I know they in the shit. I don't even got them in the they equation. In the hunt. Denver's in the hunt. Uh, <laughs> Barely. I mean, they are they seven and seven. They in the hunt. They can make a shake. It's not unreasonable to think that they could. I guess. And it's not like they schedule is. I don't believe, if I remember correctly, that their schedule is. The NFC West is just. Uh, I yeah, mean, they, AFC they got West. the Panthers, the Chargers, and the Raiders to finish the season. The Broncos do. Like that's not unwinnable for them, especially these Chargers <laughs> at this point in the season. Mm. And these Patriots, the three and eleven Patriots, like they end at ten and seven. They could. It's on the table. It's on the table. That's why I'm, I'm not counting them out. I have no like. Me and Tim was talking on the way here, and I said, "This ain't this ain't uh, what people want to hear." But like, fam, the NFL is a crapshoot. Like, <laughs> if you were betting money on this, whatever you put your bet on to start the season, just hope that ride out nope. because you can't predict. Like, you can't predict this stuff on a week to week basis. Mm. The only thing I I can say is Chargers ain't doing it. <laughs> I ain't got too much faith in the Raiders. We know Tennessee is out. Pittsburgh, I don't believe in. We know the Patriots are out. The Jets are out. So I ain't got no damn faith in the Broncos. I, I'm keeping it at, I, I, it's go between the Texans and the Colts. That's how I'm feeling. Okay. And I feel like it's going to end with, if C.J. Stroud comes back healthy enough, it'll end with the Texans there. Even though they're missing Tank Dale. Yeah. No, Brown was a nice feeling. Knows, outside of the last game. But. Did you see the, the Steelers game? With, uh, was it George Pickens who didn't block? For the oh yeah, just looking, and he said he didn't do it because he saw that Tank Dell injury. He was, I'm not about to. Yeah. That ain't gonna happen to me, boss. Mm. People were upset with him, like it's football. <laughs> you gotta play the game. Hey, Tank Dell, I guess also is about my size. Yeah, our guy, <laughs> our to block guy saw Tank Dell out of the spot. <laughs> said that man's got to be about five seven. He's a small. <laughs> got him blocking linemen six six five <laughs> six eight. <laughs> hey, that man got heart. That man got hard. Let's look at the NFC then. Okay. Yeah. NFC. Three teams that's clinched, right? We have the 49ers, Cowboys, and the Eagles have all clinched. So at the moment, that's number one, two, and five seeds. That leaves the three, four, six, seven seeds to the Lions, Buccaneers, Vikings, and Rams, respectively. Assuming that, like, something weird don't happen and Detroit went out and Dallas and Philly, like, lose out or something like that. But Correct. To move them around in the standings, but... We know for sure the 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Eagles will be in the playoffs. Correct. So they got four spots. Then right behind them, we have four teams that's in the hunt. I'm not counting the Giants, bro. Ain't no way, boy. But the four teams in the hunt is the Seahawks. They beat us, though, They did. That's fine. (laughs) Kudos. You ain't beating everybody else. (laughs) I got the... Well, actually, shit, they might... I got the Seahawks, uh, Saints at seven and seven for the eight and nine spots, and then the Falcons and the Packers at ten and eleven, at six and eight. Uh, I don't know about the Rams maintaining, though they do have the they offensive weapons. They got a good to shot to do they, it. Stafford comes back; he's flinging that ball around again. Cooper Cup is slowly getting back in the form. They still got Puka. They still got uh, like Kyrie Williams is bro is just a monster. 
a monster at running back. No, he really is though. Like, <laughs> like they, yeah. St. Louis. I'm not St. Louis. L.A. The Rams can find them a damn running back. That's what it looks. They like. can find them a running. They can make a running back. Hell, for a minute, Daryl Henderson was hot. <laughs> hot. They if I had the Todd Gurley's, the Marshall Falks, the uh, hell right now Williams. Like, they can find them a good back. But anyways, um, I don't know about them maintaining there though. Nor do I feel safe about the Vikings either. It's a lot but, of seven and seven teams in the NFC. The Seahawks are good. Like I mean, they, we just saw what they did against the Eagles this yeah, past like, week. Everybody calling the Eagles frauds. And Geno wasn't playing. I know. That's the crazy Drew Locke. Thing. Drew Locke went down the field. <laughs> the game went and drive. So they have the capability, and I don't trust the Vikings. So they could slide into that six spot. That seven spot. Man, I'm gonna go ahead. I just told. I just tipped my hat when we talk about the AFC. Mm-hmm. Can't call it an NFL. It is what it is. You can look at what teams' weaknesses are, what teams' strengths are, and you can try to figure out who's gonna win this particular battle. How will it go? What are the keys to the game? What should we be looking for? But any given Sunday is a real thing, and as mm-hmm. we, we've said on the show, thanks to Eric, as he pointed out, any given Sunday, Saturday, Thursday, Monday, whatever day the NFL is gonna be playing on now, is what it is. And the NFC South is up for grabs still. It, it sure is. It sure is. But I say that to say, when the season started, I had the Packers as a wild card team. And I know we can still be there. We don't want to talk about it because we just got embarrassed by the Giants and then Buccaneers, and it was it was embarrassing. Listen, Joe got to go. Talking about somebody got to we ain't going to talk about. We don't want to talk about Joe goddamn Barry, bro. And that defense. That Why are we sitting 10 yards off the line of scrimmage? And that soft On 32. Why don't we adjust is the question. Like, you see what they're doing. Please adjust. Third and 50. We at the damn end zone. Why are we back there? Not Eric. The <laughs> Packers ain't cooked. The Packers are not cooked yet. We are not. But The Packers playoff chances are around 22% right now as we sit here record this. If they win their final three games, the Packers still have like a 94 chance percent to make the playoffs. It's unfortunate now that they lost to the Buccaneers this past week because now they don't control their own destiny like they did before. They will need a little ago. help. So what they're going to need is for those teams ahead of them, uh, Car- or not Carolina, Carolina way behind us, the Rams, the Saints, the Seahawks, need them to lose again to have a chance to finish ahead of them in the playoff spots. We do have tiebreakers against the Rams and the Saints, but can't count that alone. We need them to lose. And the Seahawks loss has to be against Pittsburgh or Arizona, apparently. So we need them to lose. Also, we need the Vikings to lose. <laughs> we play the Vikings, which helps, you mm-hmm. know, get us back on even ground, but we need them to lose an additional game as well. So, Detroit, need y'all to win one for us, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Falcons and the Packers could still be tied, and the Falcons have a tiebreaker over the Packers. Okay. So, we need them to lose one, too, just, just to have the room around us. But like you said, they fighting for the division still, technically, so... They they gonna be playing for something. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun fight. I'm not gonna. It's gonna be some good football. It's gonna be. I'm grateful because this is leading all the way through the championship for the fantasy. So everybody gonna be playing for something. So just just on you know the selfish fan and you know the (laughs) the selfish fantasy fan in us. Because the teams that we don't want your star player to be chilling in week 18. No. So 
Especially not me. I got Jalen Hurts as my quarterback, bro. Do he I, can't be. He can't. He, can't, he, he got. Can't they got to win. Yeah, they got. They got. They got. To, I'm glad they been losing. I ain't gonna hold you. So now they can. They ain't got to chill. Go ahead, keep playing. This man here. <laughs> Go ahead, keep playing. Dwayne said the Vikings need to get a coach to figure out how to close out games. Oh, you weren't complaining about this last year. I was just about to say that. Last year, this wasn't the issue. Last now year, all, all everything cool. <laughs> now it's high variance, fam. It's high variance. Y'all just breaking the other way more times than not. Eric said that still sounds kind of cooked to him for the Packers. When you don't control your own destiny, like it's the, the stove is on, fam. <laughs> it's on. Mm-hmm. The, the pot is being put on the stove. So you got to do everything that you can to try and keep that not going. Like you got to do what you do. So. Packers got to take care of business first and foremost, and then they need some additional help. Could happen. Apparently, it's likely to happen, given what the playoff odds, simulators, and all that stuff is saying. Like, if you went out, it's a 90-some percent chance for you to True. make it. So, right. I don't know. That don't sound too cooked to me. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I'm just a girl. With How a you complain about it last year, Dwayne, and y'all was winning? Y'all had, like, the most wins in within three points? Probably because it's unsustainable. <laughs> But he was learned, he learned how he closed them out last year. <laughs> they, that's his complaint this year. He can't complain about them not closing out last year when you closed them out. <laughs> new year, fam. New year, new them. I guess. <laughs> but what I want to talk about from the NFL, ESPN released a 30 for 30, the Minister of Ma- or Defense. I said Minister of Magic. Think about Harry Potter. <laughs> it's Christmas time. It I'm is Harry Potter Harry season. Potter. No, but the Minister of Defense, 30 for 30, came out on Reggie White. Okay. When I heard about it, I said, I got to tune into that because keep in mind, my, my age here, our age here. Right. When Reggie White was doing his thing with the Packers, we were kids. Right. Like, 98, we were, I was 9, you might have been 10. So, like, kids. So, I was like, okay. I remember in my head Reggie White being cool. Mm-hmm. So, first I had what I remembered going into the dot. Right. Which was, Reggie White was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Wright really loved Jesus. Correct. He had some homophobic views. Fair. And that's really just, like, that's about it of what I knew about Reggie going into the documentary. Is there anything else that, like, you, because you haven't seen it yet, right? No. When you think of Reggie White, what do you think of? I mean, highly religious. Strong as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, family man. And I know he had, like, before the before all of that, I know there was some... I remember it was some stuff, <laughs> but it kind of took a minute to get there. Um, but after that, like the the picture going out and the way he ended his career with Green Bay mm-hmm. and things like that, like really helped reshape his image that he had from earlier in his career. Right. I, I don't remember exactly the events of everything that happened earlier. I just know it wasn't at one point like how we view him now wasn't how he was viewed initially, I believe. Right. Something to that extent. I think because we were kids, we didn't understand exactly the ramifications of everything mm. that he was saying. Like, I remember getting older and, and hearing, like, he was actually problematic. And I was always like, oh, Reggie, for real? Like, okay. And I looked into it, and that's when I saw, like, the homophobic comment. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, he had some things with him. Sly in the comments here added uh, that. Oh, shoot. I thought it was about to be the. Uh, Oh, what was the bra with the chair that just had? Uh, <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, was the Mississippi boat? The, uh, the Alabama boat. The... Oh, I feel like yeah. I'm letting down the culture now. I can't we remember are. what it was. We are. collectively. <laughs> but he added the fact that Reggie White had a whole Jesus Man movie too. But <laughs> Fade in the Water. Thank you, Eric. Fade in the Water? That's what it was called. Fade in the Water, fam. Damn. <laughs> It's been a long year, huh? 
it almost feels like that happened already. The Montgomery Riverboat Brawl. Yes. There we go. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, with Reggie, Dwayne said he needs to see this too because he used to love Reggie White, which is funny as a Vikings fan. When someone in your own division is like, oh, he was cold. Like, <laughs> That's how I felt about Adrian Peterson. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Like, there's yeah, Brian no. Erlach. Like, some, there's a few where he's like, hey, like, you, I can't say nothing. Like, yeah. you, you cold. Like, the talent just... What the fuck can you say? So the documentary <laughs> one again reminded us how cold Reggie White was because that part that I remembered accurate. Cold. My man's one hand on left and right tackles. Move, bro. That move. <laughs> they had JJ Watt break down the science behind how you do that. And he's like, you get such an advantage on the edge with your speed, mm-hmm. and then you take your inside arm and you just fling him out the way. Called the hump move, and he was like, man, it, it, it's it's unbelievable. Reggie was doing this stuff. So again. Cold. Philly loved him. Philly loved him so much that when he was getting ready to leave, Philly didn't even get mad. They were just kind of like, we love you, Reggie. <laughs> All right. And Philly don't act like that. Philly... Hate everybody. Throw batteries at Santa Claus. <laughs> like, Philly... <laughs> they said, all right, you got it, Reggie. Mm. We respect you. And when they keyed in on, like, the religious aspect of Reggie White and everything like that, mm. it was interesting because apparently towards the end of his life, he started questioning some things. He was somebody who never really read the Bible himself, apparently, which really surprised well, he's me. He's only read two of them? He said it was, too, it was too hard for him to actually read himself. So everything that he preached, everything that he said were things that he was taught from other people or heard. So towards the end of his life, he started reading the scripture himself and being like, oh, like, I was actually... I misconstrued a couple. Yeah, of things. like I was, I was kind of off in a few things, so I won't ruin all of the yeah, different. That, that, kind of, that, but that will happen if you don't actually pick up the yeah, book. The book itself. <laughs> but you the minister. I heard <laughs> you was walking on mountains. There was water. No mountains. <laughs> Somebody told me it was mountains. <laughs> Let's go tell it on the mountains, Negro. <laughs> I'm glad he actually picked up the book. But it was interesting, and I also had completely blanked out on um, once he retired. And he was talking in front of the state legislator, and he was he was being racist. He had a whole racist rant, and I was like, I this was I did not remember this. Like this man really got up there and said, <laughs> "I'm sorry." He said, "God bless the white man with structure. The white man's good with money." Oh no, not not Uncle God. Ruckus. God bless the black man with with the spirit. You ever go to one of our churches? We move, we dance. He blessed the he blessed the Mexicans with family. They fit 20 people in the house. Like, he, I mean, he just, it, and he he did every race. Like, this man is in front of the state legislator, like, and then he was trying to make the point of being like, God made us all different, and when we come together, it's a complete picture of God. And it's like, nah, fam, you can't, <laughs> you, you can't. You try to read every race and shit, and then I was, we all supposed to come together? Come together with these hands. Like, yeah, what you want? Is, why are you, why are you The collective. <laughs> I say all this to say Reggie White was a complicated dude and they also had Brett Favre in there and it was a a funny part where he pretty much said that Reggie White's the reason that he became addicted to pain pills (laughs) because of the game against Philly where Reggie White went after him he got hurt he said I didn't know if I was gonna be able to throw they gave me some pills and I said yo this is great hey yo and that game (laughs) is when he that was the first time he had pain meds and after that Mm. he couldn't stop but it's a great documentary. It's like an These hour cats going 45. These crazy in the comments. Oh, they talking about NWO Reggie White. And Sly said that <laughs> Reggie White not reading the Bible sounds like a whole bunch of Christians. <laughs> mm. Which, 
And then Eric said, Reggie Ratchet. What y'all? Reggie, Reggie Ruckus. Oh. Man, he, nah, they, yeah, they in there walling. Listen, all I'm going to say, if you haven't seen the 30 for 30, like it's definitely well worth to watch, especially if you were a Packers fan, like seeing the, the on-field product during the time mm-hmm. and hearing how the man felt like he was being pimped by people for God, quote-unquote, until he got older. He, the hell yeah. They was telling him what the hell was in the Bible. <laughs> he ain't read it. Yeah, he getting pimped. Yes, that's that is wild. Pimp for the Lord, fam. I ain't know you had a preacher that never read the Bible. Yeah, he wasn't ordained. Like, he was just... He got a nickname. It was a nickname. He wasn't really no minister or preacher. Like, he just parroted a lot of things he heard. I'm curious. Some of them locker room speeches, if he got the the spirit of Michael Irvin in him. Michael Irvin. <laughs> At any point during these speeches. <laughs> How wild. <laughs> these joints may have sounded so some of the folks that may have actually picked up the book. The spirit they of Michael over that. Irvin hey, bro, I ain't read that. That wasn't in there. What book Reggie got? <laughs> it's new. Hey, whatever it is, that motherfucker can play. But <laughs> one thing I did, I'll end it here because one thing I heard a lot growing up was Reggie White always saying, like, you know, God told me to join the Green Bay Packers. That right. I did remember hearing a lot when I was a kid. God told me to join the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick was in the movie too. He was coaching Cleveland at the time, another team that he was thinking about going to. And he called Bill and said, I'm, I'm going to go to Green Bay. I'm not coming to Cleveland. He's like, I think God told me to go to Green Bay. Right. And Bill says, okay, yeah, God told you. Let me guess, Green Bay gave you the biggest bag. And Reggie's probably like, yeah, they, they did. <laughs> <laughs> but Reggie ended up saying later on, like, I used to say so much, God made me do this, or God said to do this, and really a lot of times it was my ego. So, like, watching what we saw when he was younger and then seeing how he reflected on that older, because mm-hmm. they used footage from an interview with him that never really aired Okay. months before he passed away. Interesting. So it's an interesting way to look at the career of Reggie White as well as look at the man that he was because, again, the man said some stuff when he was playing. Quick aside about people playing things that were never aired after they passed. Kobe message to show Otani. Did you hear oh, about you, joining the Lake or joining yeah, the Dodgers? Yeah, about joining the Dodgers. Did you hear about that? That is wild to me that y'all, y'all sat on that. Sat on that for years. And then when this man come in for the interview, Y'all want to entertain him. Y'all, Y'all play a message clip. from Kobe. That's some wild no, it is, though. stuff, bro. I see Shells in the comment. What's up? He said he just watched that with his dad yesterday. What'd you think of the Reggie White documentary? I thought it was really good. And I would encourage everyone to go and watch that. So that was my NFL thing for this week. Anything else you want to say before we uh, move off of this? No, bro. Best of luck to the, uh, what, how you do it. May Oz forever be in your favor. Is that is that it? The three this way? Wait. What do you is is this, this way? Was this hunger, hunger, hunger game? Hunger game stuff? Is it this way? Am oh. I doing it right? I don't know, fam. I didn't watch no, Hunger Games. Jutsu shit. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> throwing them gang signs on, on camera. <laughs> Shell said it was very good as well, so we got a co-sign in the comments here. NBA. I wanted to talk about Draymond Green. <laughs> what about him? What about well, him? Last week after we recorded, he punched somebody in the face. My man said he was tugging on me. He said he, <laughs> he was, was pulling my jersey. Yusuf Nurkic, they was playing the the Suns. He, he was getting tugged on, and Draymond did a rip around motion with a roundhouse roundhouse fist. Ah! <laughs> I was falling. And said it was an accident. I didn't mean to hit ah. that man like that. <laughs> okay, he apologized afterwards. The NBA said ah ah ah. 
you are indefinitely suspended. You're going to have a list of criteria of things to do before you get back on the court, sir. Apparently, this week he started counseling. And the sources around the team are suggesting that he'll be out for at least three weeks, which is about 12 games. Okay. With Draymond's history, just keep in mind, he was ejected or suspended earlier this season for choking out Rudy Gobert. And apparently he watched a clip of it and said, I didn't realize I was holding that man that long. Yo, what you mean? That long? Why'd you do it in the first place? Why'd you grab a hold of the man's neck? That's the question, Tom. That is the question. I didn't realize I was holding him that long. <laughs> let's, start, let's start from the beginning. How did we get here? Listen, he said it was an accident. He had did the, the, the go bear choke out. Mm-hmm. And then in the last season of the playoffs, he did the curb stomp stomp on Simona's chest. That was an accident. He ain't see him there. He, yeah. He, that was an actual motion. We don't know. And then he also had got suspended last year because he had the 16 techs last season. So that's just a recent history of Draymond. We didn't even go back to training camp when he punched his teammate in the face. That's last year as well. <laughs> Within the year. Yeah. So, about 12 games at least for Draymond this time around for his most recent action. Do you think that that was too much? Is there being too much put on Draymond? Because there's people talking about like the man clearly needs help. He needs counseling. He needs to do all this other stuff. Like, Do you think this is too much on Draymond or is this punishment that the NBA doled out? Do you think it's it's right? I think indefinite should be what they mean. Like, I when they said indefinite, I felt like the NBA was like, okay, cool. Look, you clearly have something that you need to work out. Right. We're gonna try. We we gonna before we just oust you. We're gonna try as an organization, try as a entity to help this individual. I personally, all I I know y'all disagreed with me, but I felt like uh, Draymond is trying to keep the OG status. <laughs> so you think he's just doing stuff to keep a rep like cause a lot of people talk about how ain't nobody real tough guys in the NBA all y'all do is talk mm-hmm. I feel like part of it is like no I'm not gonna be one of them cats that y'all just gonna say nothing and just gonna be out here talking I'm I'm gonna actually slap you if I'm gonna say I'm gonna slap you I'm gonna slap you <laughs> like it is what it is like don't play with Draymond so, Draymond really might do something so you saying you. Draymond is when keeping it real goes wrong he just keeping it real he don't think it's wrong. He didn't realize he was holding that, that man that long. He didn't know he was holding that man that long. That ain't. But if you say something like that, then that, you might mentally need something. <laughs> if you think you wasn't choking somebody. Like, I didn't long. know I was holding that man that long. Wait, so how long did you actually think that you was... Did you thought it was like, this? You hit it with a... Sly in the comments added, but if you look at who he's beating up on, it ain't no real threats. He's picking on people. You saw when uh, Isaiah Stewart and him had beef in that game in Detroit. Draymond said, hold on, buddy. Hold, 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 hold on there. It's just, that's how that's how I felt. But I also feel like the effort that the league is putting in is them saying this is our last effort with you. Because they, in essence, they enabled him, for one. Steve Kerr especially. <laughs> and then Steve started blasting him. Wouldn't it be too much? Lord. After that man choked out Rudy Gobert, he was he's trying to help his teammate. He's pulling his teammate off of him. And now he's yeah, Draymond needs help. The same <laughs> like, man. You mean right, the same man. Draymond kicking people in the nuts? You mean the same? I was like, damn. Right, <laughs> like how you gonna read him, bro? Like right. you've been enabling this. Him and the lead. When Draymond earlier this year, after the chokeout, y'all can't keep Draymond from being Draymond. Y'all gonna can't, can't tell me how to be me. 
then I was like, okay, so he gonna do it forever, bro. Like you, at this point, like y'all can't tell me not to not do what I'm doing. Y'all not gonna suspend me that long. Y'all not gonna find me that long. I don't got enough bags to where if y'all suspend me, it ain't gonna hurt me like that anyways. What's this? The third max, second or third? I don't know. Man. Yeah, he got no, two I, on for them for sure. I know he got twenty ejections. I, he he the suspension. He got more than enough now to where they probably ain't gonna hurt him like that. <laughs> I think I think it, it, there was a timeline where I think his penalty would go up if he was missing a certain amount of games. But other than that, it's like I looked at it indefinitely as till you prove to us mm-hmm. you good, we're not gonna let you back. And for that, I wouldn't have felt whatever, had it been 12, 15, 25, whatever, it wouldn't have been too much to me because it's, we're diligently trying to help you out. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be like, ah, oh, we'll give you like eight games and then you should figure it out within eight games and be back and you cool. That kind of seems like, kind of like with the job thing. We're going to give you a handful of games and you should be good within the next three days. No, bro. Like I need a little <laughs> that bit ain't, you that. need time. You need time. So I felt like indefinitely should give him time to your point about that i see eric in the comments he said that when draymond came back from the go bear suspension he wasn't remorseful at all so he's i knew it was only a matter of time before he did it again mm-hmm. to your point about draymond just out here doing whatever he wants to do i'm more in line with shell said in the comments that's how i really feel about it shell said that these are the actions of a player that knows he's cooked and is frustrating him i think it's more along those lines of like you're getting older. We know Father Time is undefeated in many different ways. We know LeBron out here trying to give Father Time his first L. <laughs> a bar he LeBron. Like a mug, I know, wait, real quick. I know LeBron had that bar just in the tuck for a while. He said, I'm going I'm to I'm kill him when I bring this. There was no way that was hey, off wait, the top was, of the dome. There is no he way. He got it plastered and shit. He, he planted that one and it cooked. Like, bravo. But I think that's part of what it is. You get older, you can't do as much as you used to do on the court. And I think that it, he just revert, reversed being just even a little bit grab more Grab your dirty. calf on the way past. He was already somebody <laughs> who played on that line at almost all times. And it's like, at this yeah. point, people are going to remember more about Draymond's off-court activities. Because Eric posted this in the comments as well about how he has a whole highlight video of his antics. And it's longer than some of his actual highlight videos. And that's the part of it for me that's like disappointing about the Draymond situation. Because at his peak, the man like revolutionized how defense was thought about with the small ball defender. Like mm-hmm. him, what he did in these lineups of death for the Warriors during the championship runs was so different. It was so effective. Everybody else was trying to figure out the best way for them to also combat that small ball five lineup. Like, what are we supposed to do here? Like, what is he supposed to do? (laughs) And now people are thinking more about all of his antics than they are what he actually does in the court. Eric said in the comments here that Shell's pointing out that he's actually playing pretty well. And he is, like, he's shooting better from three and all the other stuff, but, like, the man is just reverting to some real low, low, low stuff. Like, yeah, we talked about it's like how Chris Paul was for a while, where you just be like, bro, like you are great. Why are you doing this stuff that you're doing right now? It's gross, bro. You don't need to do all that. It's gross, bro. But like you said, he always played kind of like on the edge. Like that's part of what. Like I get the players that want to play with the edge. Kevin Garnett was a big one. Like he is somebody who's going to Boy, push. Big shit we to watch Bobby Portis in Milwaukee mm-hmm. every night. Like when yeah. Bobby get ready to fight, he's been uh, dust up the last like three games in a row, bro. And he got that respect level for him because everybody know what happened when he was in Chicago with mm-hmm. Meritage. 
when he broke his teammate's yeah, Everybody keeps saying he punched him out the league. He like, did. Bro, he, he came to us, though. He didn't last, did he? That's a him problem. And it Actually, was, I feel like that may have been a coaching problem. Well, the thing when Bobby did punch him, but the teammates were on Bobby's side. Miritich thought they was going to get rid of Bobby, and they was like, we going to get rid of you. <laughs> like, it. so, yeah, there are certain guys in the league that play with edge. We know that. But, like, Draymond has to, he got to find a line to be better because, like I mentioned, the thing that makes me sad is people going to remember this more so than the actual game that he had on the court, which mm-hmm. was revolutionary. Yeah. Lineup of death, bro. You can't do it without him. We'll but I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping something clicks. That's all we can hope. I mean, we saw Ja. You mentioned Ja. He's back. Had Look like he ain't skipped a beat. Exactly. He looked good last night. Yeah. They played the Pelicans, and they was down for most of that game, too. Yeah. I'm not going to hold you. I, I, I I tuned in like I was keeping an eye on the score. I was prize picking yesterday. Oh, so. I'm, pri- I'm prize picking right now, my brother. I actually should. Dang you! We could have talked about that on the way here. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So I, I had him for rebounds last night, and I'm like, I'm not going. He been going for what 25 games? He ain't played since last season. I'm not finna go ahead and try not to know the points. You never know. You know they could have a minutes restriction, whatever. I was like, but. I feel like he'll be like, ah, I'm back out here. Let me bounce around and grab every board I can type shit. <laughs> so he's number six. I hit. Cool. Cracking. But um, he looked good. Like, he hit the game winning buzzer beater. The whole nine, like, giving that, uh, Alvarado. Is it Alvarado? Jose. 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 <laughs> he gave him the two small. I mean, he, like, yeah, he's small. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good game. So... I'm curious as to where the Grizzlies will end up. I don't have much faith in them. Really? Not even with y'all back. They're seven and nineteen. Yep. So let's just hypothetically, they They're go seven, on a twelve-game winning streak. They seven and nineteen. They are twelfth and no thirteenth in the West right now. They got some bangers coming up too. <clears throat> Let me look at their schedule. Just for them to be five hundred, they would have to go twelve games straight. I mean, at this point in the season, yeah, but like... That's over, almost halfway through the season. We're a third of the way through. They'll be 19 to 19. I mean, at the, oh, excuse me, after that run. So I hear you. they'll I hear be 38 you. games in. You only got 44. It's a lot of games, fam. You're saying like it's not a lot. I'm not saying it's not, but I don't think that... But that's them running 12 straight. That's no L's in between. <laughs> 12 is a lot. You, you're you trying to have them all get it. You're trying to have them get it all back. At least break even first. Because that's the only way you're going to make the playoffs, honestly. But you ain't got to break even by getting 12 straight. You can break even by going... Four and then two. Then, Whatever, then yeah. What, however it adds up. But, like, it's a long season for you it's to get long, into it. That's just... I feel like... You don't have to break it. I don't see them... Until they break even, I don't see them breaking even until at least halfway through the season. If that's the case. And then from that point, they got to go to the... I feel like to the moon from there. Because you now you're playing catch-up. I don't really got faith in them. If they do, they'll probably be a play-in for the number 10 spot. But it's not out of content. Like, that's the thing with me with looking at the Grizzlies, where people have been trying to throw dirt on them already, and I get they've had the injury misfortunes, which mm-hmm. have Smart been bad. to be back this weekend, too. So, like, they are getting healthy. It's not, We haven't even gotten an all-star break. Like, there is still so much season left to be played. Now, when you look at the West, and you're like, well, who, gonna, who are they going to pass? That's a good question because the league is just deep right now where you just be like, ah, there's so many good teams right now. I don't know how that's going to happen. Like, Minnesota, I'm just running through the standings right now. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, mm-hmm. 
Oklahoma City, right? Denver, Sacramento, Dallas, the Clippers, who have been hooping. Hooping. The Pelicans, the Lakers, the Rockets, the Suns. That's the top 10. Good then luck. you have the Warriors, who are outside the top 10 right now. Utah, who probably going to stay there. Memphis, Portland, San Antonio. Memphis going to kick it with the bottom barrel. I don't think I don't so. got them jumping over. Only person that could jump over is Houston, but Houston going to get jumped over by uh, Golden State. <laughs> so really, it's 12 teams, 10 spots. Because the last three, Utah, Portland, and San Antonio, nah. nah it's not y'all year. It's not your What's season. What's the State record? 13 and 14. They still got a big-ass jump over them. I mean, in Phoenix, it's 14 and 13. Like, it's a lot of season to be played. It is. It's just... Who's going to fall, though? I don't know. <laughs> That's the part about that. 7 and 19 know. is a lot. It is. But it's ele- it's eleven games behind first place. That's a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking at Utah. That's thirteen point five games behind first place. My bad. That's a wrong lot team. Games. But, it, but that's like only you said, five and a half a out, of fit, out of ten. Like you just take it a game at a time. You play who's in front of you. Get your chemistry together. Continue working. Yeah, we, but we're like we're like 30 percent of the way. And Eric just pointed out injuries happen. Look at Cleveland. Like, you never know. Yeah. Like, you just have to keep playing. It's a lot of season left. So, I'm not counting minutes other nothing. And I'm happy to see Ja back. All the off-court antics aside, Ja has been my guy since I watched him cook Marquette in the NCAA tournament. And I said, oh, this kid different. Dude, that game, I was just like, this I said, this here. kid. We got nothing for this kid. But at that time, I was like, I could see him being my new favorite point guard. <laughs> And the shot was like he's and he still has to get back in the game for him. Like he's still getting back into it. like the shot was broke. But the way that man can finish around the rim, it's a, it's unreal, bro. Uh, the layup, the, the touch around. I'm like, dog, this dude is crazy. <laughs> this dude is crazy. It's good to have job back. It's good for the game. And shout out to what's it, RDC World? Yeah. Oh. Did you see they? they I was, already, they already I was watching it. them when I was waiting on you. I was in there like I seen him walk in. He had the hood on. <laughs> He's trying to leave. I'm just trying to go home, bro. What you supposed to do, Ja? I'm just trying to go home, bro. Pull a gun out of the room. Why you got that, Ja? Don't go live, Ja. He had his phone in his hand. What you mean I'm not going to do that? Hey, bro, check him. I I ain't no bit. (laughs) Like, no, I love them. They are hilarious. But, yeah, I'm happy that Ja is back. So, can't wait to keep watching him. For sure. I got a question I want to bring up, but I want to do it when we have the full crew here. Because I saw it on Twitter, and it made me go, like, that is going to be such a fun conversation when it's all four of us here. Jason Concepcion, he tweeted out. Concepcion. That's my like, guy. That's, <laughs> my guy. My guy. <laughs> he tweeted out, every NBA team should be allowed to clone one all-time franchise great, like in Foundation. No doubles, so the Warriors can't have two Steph Currys, for instance. They could clone Chris Webber, though, who would be perfect for them. So I want to have like a conversation. Yes, yeah, so if today your team could clone one great from our franchise, from your franchise history, who would you clone for your team? Uh, we ain't gonna dive into it deeply yet because there's some teams that's a really fun conversation. Maybe we can talk about the Bucks today because I saw one answer like that's perfect for this particular team. One legend for the Bucks. Give me Sydney Sydney Moncrief. I was sitting here. I, I was like Sydney Moncrief probably. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we need a two that can defend. Give me Sydney Moncrief. But I would love Ray. I mean, Ray has some defense. Ray played defense. And then he could also fucking sharpshooting extraordinaire, bro. Like, leaving Ray Allen with these shots. Dame and Ray. <laughs> oh, my God. With Chris and Giannis oh, and Drew. And Ray was 6'6". 
<laughs> so we had our Ray big Allen wing. Also, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's bro. That's and he's shooting like shit. <laughs> him and him and uh, man. And keep in listen. mind, because if we're cloning Ray Allen from the Bucks time, so that's assuming that is Ray Allen as he was when we drafted him. For Even real. right before he we traded so him, mean, he was cooking. So that mean he had bunnies still. He could dunk. He still was dunking he on niggas. Dunk. We had to dunk Ray Allen. <laughs> we had this this Ray Allen that I'm wearing. Oh, picking, I'm picking roll with Ray Allen and Chris Middleton. Mitty throw the lines of the alley. <laughs> wow. He gonna show up and be like, wait, why my number taken? <laughs> hey, I even... Andre Jackson passes be beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, he be in the position where you think he going up, that motherfucker flip that bitch to the key because I'm like, dog. Like last night, uh, I was like, Pat Connaughton, I was sitting there watching, that's how I be, I be like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> like, TV and shit. Like that nigga was wide open at the key. He went up, came back up, caught it, caught this that mama here. like that, <laughs> threw that bitch out. Smacked it. I was like, that was a beautiful pass. But hell, even throw him in the mix, hitting, throwing passes like that to Ray on the wing and shit like that. And we're coming in, trying to relieve. Nah, hey, listen. Eric, I would love Ray Allen on this squad. Eric right said now. all gas, no breaks. F that defense. Man. Hey, that's this Bucks team now. You you know what? 180. Y'all right. Ray Allen is the right answer. <laughs> we putting a 180 a game. Ray Allen is the right answer. Y'all are correct. Ray Allen is the right answer. I was, I was, I was still, I'm trying to trying get to some defense. It. Trying to get some balance. And that's kind of with this team right now. I've seen the... You had posted something, or you re retweeted or uh, liked something on Twitter about this offense. We're so used to the defense being the calling card. Look at it now as this offense. It's a new era. It's a new team. This ain't Bud's Bucks no more. Like, exactly. Bud's Bucks were defensive first. These are Adrian Griffin's Bucks, and these Bucks is about buckets. <laughs> he said, dude, we want to get in, get out running. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start out shooting motherfuckers. Yeah. And you have to keep up. Shells added, I knew Andre would be good, but he surpassed my expectations. Already, that's the part that's crazy. I think for myself, I didn't I didn't know what to expect from him. Like I saw that he was a kid who had a real good feel for the game. He was a kid that was intelligent. He was a kid that could pass, play defense. But like see and he still has a lot to learn. That's mm -hmm. the part about it. But he's looked good in limited time. Like I'm he's, I'm here for it. He's athletic. Three? Like forty seven? He's shooting like forty five percent from three. He was at 50 at one point. I remember like, talking about it. It's crazy. Like, okay. And he wasn't even supposed to be shooting three. That, that was his thing. They like, he can do everything but shoot. And Bobby Portis was interviewed about it. And he was mentioning, we asked him about Andre. And he said, the thing about Andre that's so cool is that he be in the gym getting up plenty of threes. Like, we know, like, he's really working on it, like, diligently. Like, you see him okay, with his trainer. Liability here. Like, he knows what he has to do to translate his game to the NBA level, and he's putting in the time to do it, and you're seeing it on the court. Like, you, he's not hesitating with these threes he's taking. He's pulling. I mean, that's, to be fair, that's dope as shit. Like, just imagine. I, so, like, right now, at work, we got a basketball court. I've been shooting at the court. I've seen the video. So, but imagine, that's... Your job, bro. Yeah. You want to make more money? Just go to the gym and put up shots. So, in your off time, your your happy place, you just literally just shooting, putting up shots. And the more you put up, the better you get at it, the more money that you can make out of this. Like, just being able to do that in my breaks, I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. But now he has nothing but time. Yeah. If he really wants to get better, he has nothing but, but time, time and to opportunity do. to... You want to go to the gym open for you 24-7? What you want to do? You, okay. you going to do something with it or not? Like, now you really can like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to just go out here and I'm going to shoot a thousand threes until yeah. I'm tired. That's dope. Josh G in the comments said, what do you think is up with Marjan, which relates to Eric's comment saying, not to compare the two, but he's already flashed more than Marjan and his basketball IQ was way higher. And... 
I don't necessarily think there's anything up with Marjan, if that makes sense. I think he's a kid who's figuring it out too. All progress isn't linear and all progress isn't the same. Like, Andre's flashing. I agree with Eric that he's flashed more already this season than what we've seen from Marjan. But that's not for me to say that I don't think Marjan has shown any improvement over what we saw last year. He seems to be more confident. Mm-hmm. He seems to, when he's on the court, he's like... more relaxed. Yeah, like, he, he's playing freer. Now... Looking at trajectories, like I don't know if his is going to be as high anymore as I initially thought it could I be. I still don't feel like he's playing as free as he can. I think he could be, yeah, it could be better still for him, but it's a step ahead already because he's somebody who looks like a confidence player. It's what I saw last year a lot. Like he got, if he got in his head, it wasn't about to be a good game. But this year he seemed more confident. And when Andre and him are on the court together. What Andre does, I expected him to do. Yes, but Andre's better at it already. Like, we got Marjan. We're like, damn, this kid's athletic freak, and we get. But no, Andre, Andre we like, no, type of this athletic. motherfucker is athletic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's different when you athletic than someone who's more athletic show up. And you like, that's what oh. I'm talking about, about speed. No, I I get it. I get it now. <laughs> uh, you be fast. You show. You like, damn, no, that motherfucker is fast. <laughs> but that's why I see with Marjan. And what Andre. up, Cuz? By like, the way, you know what I'm saying? What Cuz? Who Cuz? That's G. Are you Cuz? Oh, what up? I think so. What if it's not? What a family, you know what I'm saying? You still part of Tech Five Fam? <laughs> but no, like, I still think, like, we still got some more time to see what Marjan can be, what he can do. But I like watching them on the court together. Shell's agreed with me on that point. And we'll see. It's still a lot of season left to be had. Yeah, I think they could be. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I need to see this uh, this Pro Am circuit, Marjan, though. I told you, we don't do that shit here on the Bucks, bro. It's you don't Pro-Am, be shooting up, putting up these damn videos and dropping all these damn buckets. He ain't gonna have that kind of role in I this ain't game. trying to hear all of that. Them the same motherfuckers watching you there, same ones watching you on TV, no, same ones not. watching you in the building. But it ain't. Put them up, dog. That's why I said I don't feel like he's playing free, like as he could, because I, there's a lot of times where I feel like he could take the shot. But he can't a lot of the time. I'm like, dog, he be on the court with, with Drew. Well, not Drew. I keep calling this man Drew Holiday. With Dame, with Chris, with Giannis, with Brooke, with Malik Beasley, who's going to try to get 10 threes up if he can't. Like, I hear what you're saying, but there's a hierarchy of, like, who's going to get shots. And I if he, he open, though. He, he can't force him, though. Like, if he's open, he's going to shoot him. But, like, in Pro-Am, this man had the ball in his hands, and he's sitting here getting his shot creation bag off and doing what— It's summer. He's working on his game. He ain't going to have that I need role to see the work. It's not, it, but she was like, <laughs> it ain't the same role. So to think that he going to come out here and drop Pro-Am numbers in the NBA, like that's unrealistic. No, I don't want him to drop Pro-Am numbers. I want him to have the same comfort level as the Pro-Am. But it's that's diff- what I'm it's expecting. A, he was the star there. He ain't the star here. Like it's a different role. Like now you need to be a star as a role player. I get that. And what your role is going to be is to hit these open threes, play some defense, and move the ball around and be like, that's it. In 15 minutes at most. <laughs> In an evening. I feel like, uh, well, Shell's coming. I feel like uh, Andre should be starting now from here on out. I've been saying it, man. I'm, give, give me I, some starting. I feel like it, but you know, they got to make the rookie go through. He got to work for it. But that's cool. That's cool. Oh, my fault, Mike. I'm talking to the microphone like it's an actual ah, thing with feelings. Hey, you're being polite. You got to pull, yeah. Pull Turn, your uh, uh, up this way. Yeah. Hold on. Iron Bizzle, baby. <sighs> All right. Let's get into some wrestling. Here. Wrestling. Now, my wrestling thing is real quick this week. Okay. We saw uh, Bray Wyatt had passed unexpectedly. It was un- unfortunate, mm-hmm. the heart attack and everything like that. But I saw his dad was doing an interview. IRS, in case the IRS man from early 80s, 90s wrestling. He mentioned the fact that WWE put Bray Wyatt on a Legends contract. Mm-hmm. So now all merch that sold 
benefits Bray's kids and his family. Oh, that's dope. And I thought that was super dope. And I wanted to get the word out. Like, if you were a Bray Wyatt fan or you're just somebody who's like, I want to support uh, his family after they lost him unexpectedly, buying his merch through WWE shop actually benefits his family and his kids. So I wanted to put that word out there in case anybody wanted to, like, you know, try to support his family. Because I thought that was pretty dope for the WWE to do. Yeah, that's a, that's super dope. Like, I, mean, I thought that was the case. Like, typically... Well, I don't know if that's the case for everybody, but I feel like the WWE has been one of those organizations that if something happens with the uh, the entertainer themselves, that they actually kind of like take care of the family still after the fact. I, I guess I know it's not the case with all families. I know there's some families out there that hate them. Yeah. <laughs> but I want hearts is one. I think the, some of I ain't gonna put that uh, yeah. out there. They yeah. ain't perfect. They not. But, but I feel like some of the ones thing. that they care about, the ones that they take care of, they take care of. <laughs> when you said the ones they care of, like, that's rude, fam. No, like the one they care to take care of, like that, no, that I, capacity, yeah, yeah. like the the takers and the Michaels and all of them cats like that. Like they they would take care of those guys. Bray was of that caliber as far as the star goes in the organization behind know, the I, scenes. I don't think I would even put him up there with those because those dudes were like they had the longevity aspect of it too. I just think that's a decent thing for. Well, I'm saying like as far as like his interaction with the back, like the creativity process, the front being in the front and the back end of it, being able to set up the shows, produce a couple things, things like that. Like he was really back there with those guys. He was in the, in the creative rooms and things like that. So I feel like because he was that intertwined in the company, they was like ah. We'll give you that. Eric's time is great. They've gotten better, and let's <laughs> leave it there because, like, they definitely do. <laughs> no, like, not I know have some people hate them, bro. I know of taking care. There's of some active. Uh, and I don't even know if it's anything. That, I just think, like, again, Triple H's head. Like, it's different things happening there. Like, Fair it's enough. just it was decent business for them to do that, and I just wanted to shelf them out Fair. for doing that <laughs> because it was decent for them to do, and it benefits Bray's family. So, give them some love for that. Just a they get a couple pat pats. A little couple pat pats, yeah. Um, real quick, mine is uh, I know I talked about the road to WrestleMania. I've been kind of hashing on it, uh, but I'm looking at the different chess pieces that they put into play now. So it's kind of interesting where they're moving to. Perfect example, uh, the women's. If, spoiler alert: If you ain't watched Raw, you're kind of watching it on a leg. But I haven't. <laughs> should I tell you then? Go ahead. All care. right. So the women's. WWE Tag Team Championships changed hands on Monday. Mm-hmm. So the Katana Chance and Caden Carter got it, the belts now, which I thought that they should have had when they first... Uh, but I get it. NXT. You got to go through the thing. Yeah. I get it. But I looked at that as... That was kind of my first glance. Like, oh, wait. They really moving chess pieces now because for a while, Piper Nevin and Chelsea Green weren't... They, Chelsea Green carried the women's titles by herself for a second after... Uh, uh, the women's championships yeah Chelsea Green and her partner got hurt Pike, or old one who got hurt yeah but after she, she got hurt name, yeah. she carried it for a couple of weeks by herself she was doing a social media thing to kind of keep partner, it relevant which was that was actually kind of funny right but it, they kept the titles kind of relevant in that yeah. moment but that was about it other than that they ain't really had nobody to go against like that no legit tag team whereas them two coming up Caden Carter and uh Katana chances they actually have tag team moves they actually look absolutely they're fantastic tag team. yeah they're legit tag team so they can travel across all three brands while they are building the division so a couple weeks ago I was like well they digging back into the women's division trying to build it back up this is another step in that process because now you have two women who are going to be certified bona fide champs they look like tag team they got the same attire things like that like they've been doing it for a while they got the chemistry 
run the, have them run the gauntlet for a minute, but you're building up other folks in, in the process. Now you're the women's division as far as the tag team goes is back. You got uh, the bigger, you got some young rising talent that got belts, and you also have the uh, the old steady heads. So you got the Roman Reigns, the Seth Rollins, they got the bang belts, right? Gunther, with the- Gunther you got the Intercontinental title. You got uh, young up and coming with. Dragon League in the NXT North American Championship. You got Young Logan, Up and Coming with Logan Io Sky. Paul. You got Young Up. Well, I don't. Rhea Ripley not Young and Up and Coming no nah, more, she but she's she's established now. But she's like in you between. You can put her with the Romans in there because she gonna last another. You she put gonna her last with the minute. Romans in there. She's established. <laughs> so you have the mixture now. They're trying to build the young cats while at the same time keeping the bigger titles. Okay, we have this then. Or uh, what was the the tag team titles for the men's division? You got Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. So it's like you have different elements and they're trying to blend everybody and you have some of those guys from NXT that you've seen two years ago now part of the main crew you got some of the guys that was around a couple years ago that was at the top you got the Randy Orton's coming back you got the AJ Styles coming back so like now they're moving the chess pieces to where they can really start putting on banger after banger after banger like it's gonna be one I feel like this upcoming Royal, Royal Rumble is probably gonna be one of the most entertaining ones that we've seen in quite some time. Do you think Sasha Banks returns? I do. You do. I think she comes back, bro. I really, really do. If she don't, will you be like disappointed? Like, no. Okay, so it's, it's one of those like is. if she do, I'm excited as shit. If she don't, it just goes along with the rest of the hearsay hoopla, or whatever the case may be. I wonder if Jay Cargill was gonna be ready for the Rumble. I feel like that's where she go debut. It could be a good spot to put her in because it's not like a, a match match like you where you got to mm-hmm. work the whole thing by yourself. That's what they did with uh, the Rouseys and all of that stuff. Like they, folks show up at the Rumbles and then they'll... Is that how Ronda Rousey they no, did? No, Ronda was at uh, WrestleMania with the little I was gonna side say, thing like, with them. But she had the Rumble. I think she before the WrestleMania match, she was in that Rumble. Then she won the Rumble. Yeah, she won the Rumble within that year. Is that and her first title. Rumble though? Yeah. Her first Rumble she won and then she won the belt. Because that wasn't year. her debut? No. Okay. But it was one of those like again like the AJ Styles they bring those types back just in, just to kind of blend them in some of the NXT AJ cats. Styles came back jacked after yeah he did it's like Randy Orton just like Randy I was like, <laughs> it's AJ Styles ain't AJ Styles they got the old man with. and they start working out <laughs> Eric said that all the all that move tells me about the tag, women's tag team belts is that damage control is about to take those soon and Sly added in regards to Jay Cargill please let her be ready and that he's gonna make a sign yeah <laughs> You have a sign at the house just holding it up like, yes, I'm here for Jade. Yeah, it's it's gonna be I would love Sasha back. Hell, a big surprise, and I I don't know how she says she wouldn't mind kind of dipping back into the wrestling, but I don't know if that's the production side or the actual wrestling side. But it'd be interesting to see if AJ Lee pops back up now that CM Punk's back. Again, it was said that she Said that she would look uh, look into trying to. I, I don't know if it's gonna be the back. I don't know if it's a, like a manager yeah, thing or whatever. But man. I would love to see that pop up. It's she's. They all have the nostalgia I'm and everything like AJ that. Lee, I loved AJ Lee. She was I, cold. She was fine. I'm good on it. <laughs> she was. I'm fine. good on it. She's crazy as hell. I'm good on it. That don't excite me. But no, maybe I, I'm alone I, on that. But maybe, uh, maybe not. I don't know. AJ Lee don't like cool like the nostalgia. Like oh shoot, AJ Lee. You don't remember her like as a wrestler? No, I do. Like my lasting impression and memory of AJ Lee is when she had the, she was crazy. <laughs> she was played it to a T. It was entertaining. Crazy. She played it to, but she was really like one of the like first like rest like actual like the workers. What am I saying? As if wrestlers don't come back after decades of being gone. <laughs> what am I on here? I'm we didn't just punk. watch Edge come back after having That's a true. broken neck. That's Trish true. Trish tried to Hell. just finish the run up. <laughs> 
Randy Orton, I mean, honestly, he had the spine surgery. I feel like Trish is a really good analogy, actually, because she was gone for... Ever. Probably. Like, she was one of the few with Ariel, like, we wish Trish would come back. We miss you, Trish. Trish said, no, thank you. And, and she, she came back, back and said... She had a run. I got a run at me. Yeah. <laughs> she had a run. And she had a good one. Yeah. It was real good, so... So, you know what? Go ahead, AJ Lee. If you yeah. want to come back, go ahead. I'm not even going to hate. I'm just... I'm going to appreciate. One thing I will say real quick as we wrap up here... I've realized this about myself because I'm not watching wrestling. Like I don't watch like every single like if I catch the replay with Nomen and I catch it. Otherwise, I'm gonna just read what happened. Right. I am good at picking who's gonna pop. Ah. It's a it's a low key talent That's that funny. I have. I look at some like oh no, nah, like, they ain't gonna make it. And Nomen be like, wait, why are you saying they was cold? Like you know, I was like, they ain't got it. Mm. When I first saw L.A. Knight, the way he he was like, oh this guy. I said, who is he? And he said, oh this dude right here. He is so annoying. And I watched him cut that promo, and I said, "No, that guy is that guy got it." And he looked at me like, <laughs> "What?" And I said, "No, this this guy is this guy has it." And my other low key, I'm cheering for him to do it is pretty deadly. Oh, they gonna get him. Yeah, they they been owed those it. championships right before Bro got hurt. They was finna win them uh, championships. They gonna give it back to him. They might do it at the Rumble or Mania. Them them brothers got it. They are entertaining and they can rut like they they are the they, they got it. AJ. They're the lightest tag team champions. The lightest. The, they're the lightest, and I think they have one of the longest. I think they're the longest reigning NXT champions oh, too. I didn't know that. No, no, they got some accolades out of NXT before. <laughs> they was like they was about to get him the belts before old boy got hurt, and now that he's yeah. back, I, I thought they would have probably throw him back in and got it, gave it to him right away. But no, they go they go let everybody else kind of jump, and I think they might get their mo- moment at Mania. We gonna see AJ, or Eric added that AJ was mid. <laughs> and it's just that her competition was ass. Maybe that, that sounds about where I'm like, I, it don't make me excited to hear AJ Lee is going to come back. I wouldn't get excited if I heard the Bella Twins was coming. Like, that's like, I'm like, yeah. like I know the name, Mm-mm. but like, you don't do anything for me where I'm like, yeah, like, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see I used you to love Nikki Bella, though. Everybody love Nikki Bella. <laughs> Everybody love Nikki. You ain't like, you ain't strange for that, but. That's all we got for this week. Again, if you could continue to keep Ken and his family up in for prayers sure. as they 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 working through some things, sorting through some things. Keep Eric up as he is healing. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get better, feel better soon, brother. And uh, we hope that you enjoyed the show this week. This is for actually sure. our last show before Christmas. Bah, bah, bah! For all those who celebrate, we celebrate Christmas here on this couch. So I'm talking about Christmas to all those who celebrate uh Kwanzaa. Hanukkah, whatever it might be. Happy holidays to you. Mm-hmm. You got any fun Christmas plans before we get out of here? Uh, I mean, Christmas going to be fun wherever I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> the plans follow me. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, on, uh, nothing too out in the ordinary. Just we're going to hit both sides. We're only hitting two houses on Christmas. So we ain't, we ain't, can't do the multi-house joint no more, bro. <laughs> we'll see you and y'all. <laughs> on this Doing day y'all. They said <laughs> we good and keep it moving but no I do hope that everybody have a happy holidays uh, I hope that you know you have a lot of the family brings you joy is what I expect and what I hope like no matter what the material side happens or anything like that but whatever the case whoever your circle is whoever your people's is I hope they in this time can bring you joy because this is the time of sharing this is the time of joy this is the time of happiness this is the time of giving it's the time of love honestly so I hope that your loved ones or whoever that you decide to keep around you bring you that this season 
That's, that's, that's some love right there. Shell said, I missed the Packer talk. Yeah, we talked about them a bit when we were talking about the NFL playoff race at the beginning of the show. Uh, just mentioned their playoff chances and how likely it would be for them to make it. Uh, as for my Christmas plans, uh, with my side, Christmas Eve, with the Mr. side on Christmas, it should be... Uh, it should be it should be a good holiday. It's a lot of things that you see where you be like, oh, I definitely can feel that. Like people always be like, hey, be extra nice during the holiday. You don't know what people going through. Like <laughs> that's every day though. No, people holidays are supposed to be so joyous Correct. and happy, and they can add a different level of like stress on to somebody if they're not feeling joyous or happy or they're going through something. Correct. This is my first holiday dealing with a level of grief that I've never experienced before, and I understand those messages on a whole different level now. Where people just be like, hey. I know holidays are supposed to be happy, mm-hmm. but they ain't for a lot of people. They can drum up some things. And I'm trying to 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 bring that holiday joy out, to have that that vibe and that energy. But man, it is hard. I'm sure. It is really hard to do that, but I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful that I'll be able to be with my family, spend time with my family, hopefully see some friends, because normally this is the week where folks take off of work for a little bit. So, you know, I'm hopeful. To, to get some of that love that, that love that you mentioned that's what I need yeah. to be around over the next week so looking forward to that and uh, we gonna wrap up because we can already hear the next podcast here too. We, this ain't our day it's not it's we, not our day we appreciate the uh, we appreciate the hospitality the, the swerve when we drop you know, uh, <laughs> the guys for accommodating my schedule with the Bucks playing on Tuesday and everything like that so we gonna wrap up get ready to get about it here again wishing everybody happy holidays to those who celebrate and we'll have some more tech file for y'all next week when we come back around so we're gonna get up out of here if you want to follow me on social media you can catch me wait a minute on the twitter instagram these 2k psn streets psn whatever y'all know what I'm <laughs> at camille monet c-a-m-i-l-l-e-m-o-n-a-e i really do miss the because it, it ain't there <laughs> but <laughs> at bugs burner for eric j and k harris 216 on x Twitter everyday gentleman everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram Mm -hmm. and Snapchat I guess I'll keep the same tone it's your boy (laughs) T-I-M K-I-N-Z the number three aka ass catching you can't be me aka Mr. Give it to me (laughs) (laughs) alright y'all well we out of here happy holidays happy holidays everybody getting a holiday wrap Jingle bell, jingle bell, Batman really smells. Under that cape, who knows? I can never tell. But we about to here. I'm about to try this game. We about to say some words. I'm about to sound real lame. It's ho ho ho. It's ho ho ho. It's ho ho ho. Did you see someone made a Santa do rag? And they said dashing through the holes? Fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Dashing through the hose. Dashing through the hose, man. What's the show title this movie? It's not cool, gonna be Dashing One Horse Slaying Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Over the hill she goes. Clapping all the way. No! <laughs> <laughs>